Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following are strictly those of the relentless and may offend any snowflakes who lack drive and discipline. Essay Quam Videri. To be, not to seem. This is Badger Actual. What's up? Welcome back. Good morning or good afternoon or good whatever it is where you're listening right now. Um, I got some good stuff uh, that I really feel is going to hit home to the right people today here. Um, So I'm just going to jump right into it. So bottom line, you're not stupid. Nobody's stupid. Okay. Like I, I understand that there's different intellect levels floating around out there. That's not really what I'm talking about right now. Nobody has an inherent ability to be successful or to be unsuccessful. You know, if you're not good at something and it needs to be done in order for you to get where you need to be going, you know, there, there's no choice but to get it done. You know, so, so the questions that you have to ask yourself is, do you have the physical and mental ability to learn to do it or do you not? Most of the time, the answer is going to be yes, that you do have the physical and mental ability to learn to do it. Or, or learn how something works, or learn what needs to be done to get a certain result. And when you're starting out, you know, if we're talking in business, for example, when you're starting out, you'll you'll have to do a lot of that stuff yourself because you won't have the financial backing to be able to hire somebody to do the things that you're not necessarily the best at. You'll have to learn how to do it. You know, if we're talking about like in your fitness, you know, I've seen people, you know, there's a bunch of motivational speakers out there um, and a bunch of people that I personally know with disabilities who have overcome all kinds of crazy stuff and, you know, accomplished crazy physical feats that, that nobody uh, would, would even think possible. You know, people who were born with like one arm and no legs, you know, uh, being bodybuilders. There's, there's a guy out there who's, who has one arm and no legs and it's only a part of one arm, actually. And he's like, he competed professionally as a bodybuilder. He was on MI Let's podcast the other day. Like these guys, you know, accomplish all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, so you want to talk about not being able to do something or not being good at something. You know, you really have to kind of kind of reflect on that and be honest if it's that you're not good at it or if it's that you just don't want to do it. You know, there's a real big difference between not being good at something and not wanting to put the work in to become good at something. You know, there's this bullshit romanticized notion floating around out there about how you should be passionate about like everything you do or you shouldn't do it. It's it's just ridiculous. You're not going to be passionate about every step of every single little process because accomplishing great things takes a lot of hard work and most hard work isn't sexy most hard work you're not going to be passionate about you'll go in spurts where you're super pumped and super motivated and really excited to do something but it's ridiculous to think that you're going to be passionate about everything you do every single second of every single day you don't need to be passionate about all that stuff all the time you just have to be passionate about the results but a lot of people uh, use a lack of a certain ability as an excuse. You know, so you'll hear like the whole, I'm just not that smart. I'm just not that creative. I'm just not good at speaking. I'm just not good at writing. It's ridiculous. It's just excuses. It's lies that you tell yourself every single day. I, that's just not how I am. I'm just not good at that. That That's not true. You might not be good at that yet. That might be how you are right now. 
but that doesn't have to be how you stay. And down the line, you could be good at that, but it just takes the work. You know, so what are the reasons that we put all those caps on our potential? Because the potential is there. You know, I have yet to meet somebody, uh, you know, and like I've mentioned before, um, you know, my company's in the financial service industry, you know, our primary business, and I have yet to meet a person who doesn't have the ability to learn how to sit down with the client and explain programs and sell them on those programs. Every single person that I've ever met in my entire life has the ability to do that. And I'm, I'm not lying, I'm being honest, that has the ability to do that. But not everybody's going to want to learn to take the time to do it. Now, there's some people who have an inherent ability where they're just good with people. They love talking to people. They're great at building a relationship with people. You know, they got one of those smiles that people just gravitate towards. And they know that people gravitate towards their personality. So they like doing that type of job. You know, it is a little bit easier for some people to do a certain thing, right? Some people, it's easier for them to do pull-ups than other people. Some people, it's easier for them to run than for other people. I know a lot of guys who are bodybuilders who can't run to save their lives. Like literally, if it meant saving their lives, some of them couldn't run a mile. You know, but they can pack on muscle like it's just, you know, a, a nice afternoon stroll, you know, through the park or something like that. Just easy. But they can't run. And then other guys, you know, completely the opposite. They could just run for miles, but they couldn't pack on an ounce of muscle to save their lives. You know, different people have different abilities, right? Now, those guys who have the natural ability to run and it's hard for them to put on muscle, I guess I shouldn't say that they couldn't do it to save their lives because they might not be able to do it with the current input that they're putting in, with the current actions that they're taking. But if they take the right steps, they eat the right foods, they do the right exercises, and they moderate the amount of cardio that they're putting in, they could put on muscle. Same with the guys over here who can't necessarily, you know, run right now. They might not be able to run two miles right now, you know, but they could go and they could bench 800 pounds, right? But if they practiced running, if they trained, if they worked on their cardio, if they worked on their endurance, they might not be Usain Bolt sprinters, but they could develop the ability to do the job and run. You know, same thing with, with everything. So... If you're going to be putting caps on your potential, you know, one of these one of these three things in my opinion has to be be going down in your mind, in your brain. The first one is that you have to be uh, you you must be afraid of rejection by your friends while you're figuring it out. And I think that we've all been there. Afraid of rejection by our friends, our family, the people that we know, the people that we care what their opinions are of us. Afraid that we're going to be rejected or they're going to look down on us or they're going to like laugh at us behind our backs. You know, afraid of all that. Because it is going to take time to figure something out. It's the same reason that, that when you're first starting to work out, nobody likes. And some people who are like veterans like working out don't like to work out around other people because, you know, they're embarrassed or nervous or something like that. I don't know. But a lot of people don't like to work out around other people. You know, because they don't want other people to see them working out, to see them struggling, to see them figuring something out. It's super common when you're newer to, to working out. I know because I went through it. I used to be almost 400 pounds. 
I still remember going to the gym. You know, I went to Enbro University of Pennsylvania, which is in the top northwest corner of PA. Most of you guys probably never even heard of it before. And I remember being, you know, 380, 390 pounds and thinking, I really need to do something. And I started diet after diet after diet and started working out here or there. And finally, I decided one night that I was going to go to the gym and I was going to hop on the elliptical. And I did. I went to the gym and I hopped on the elliptical and I had my hoodie on and I put my hood up because I didn't want to look at anybody else. And I put my fat ass on the elliptical and I humped it on the elliptical for the longest 45 minutes of my life. You know, and I probably didn't go back to the gym for like a week after that because I was so sore. But then I did it again. And then it got more frequent. And then I started to watch my eating, you know. And and eventually, and I'm, I'm not saying I didn't stumble along the way, but eventually I got more comfortable with it. And then I started adding weights and work, you know, and, and, and other workouts. But I was afraid of rejection by people that I didn't even know, honestly, now that I think about it. People that I didn't even, like I wasn't even worried I would see somebody that I knew in the gym. It was just people that I didn't even know because I knew I was fat and I was embarrassed. And I was embarrassed for people to see me and my fat ass on the elliptical because I was embarrassed that they were going to judge me. I was afraid of that rejection. And that's the same with everybody. That's the same with all of us when it comes to to business, to fitness, to health, to learning a new skill, to whatever, to learning a new uh, like to learning a new instrument, you know, mu- musical talent, anything like that. It's afraid of that rejection. The second thing is similar, but kind of a little bit different. And this one I feel like probably isn't too common, but I know people who are like this, and I know that I've been like this one before too. And it's intimidated by everybody else out there who seems to have their shit together. You know, some, sometimes even people that we don't even really know personally that well, but we see them from a distance and we're like, holy, holy shit, they seem to have their life together. So I'm going to tell you a couple things about those people. Most of them don't have their shit together. No matter what their Instagram looks like, no matter what their Facebook story looks like, and no matter what their Snapchat looks like, Most of those people don't actually have their shit together to the level that they want you to believe that they have it together. Most of them don't. You know, it's just, it's fronting. You know, it's like the $10,000 millionaire, you know? And here's the other thing, though. If they actually do have their shit together and they're doing things the right way and they are getting success and they do kind of have it figured out for the most part because nobody ever really has it figured out. But if it's somebody who's trending in that direction of having it figured out, those people will be the most supportive people of what you're doing. It's ridiculous. They'll be your cheerleaders. They'll be the people rooting you on. If you ever need, And if you ever need any help along the line, those are going to be the people who are going to be there to help you out if you just hit them up and DM them and message them and, and ask for some help. Those are the people who are going to, to, to be your biggest support base if they're real ones who have their shit together. Only the fake ones are going to be the ones hating on you and judging you. You know, the only successful people who judge people, and I say successful with the air quotes, are the people who aren't really successful, who are the people who see those people putting in the work And they feel threatened because that person, you, is actually putting in the work and has the potential to expose them for what they really are, which is a a fraud, a fake. 
those that's the only time that somebody's going to I don't like using the word hate on you, but that's the only time somebody's going to throw some hate your way or some judgment your way as if they're fake. As long, you know, granted, as long as you're doing things with humility and with proper intent and with integrity, that's the only time that they're going to throw some hate your way. So the third reason that we might put a cap on our potential is that we're not willing to pay full price. You know, so that could mean a, a couple different things when it comes to this, right? I feel like a really big thing, and I know this for a fact, it, it, that's a common mindset that, that some people in the, the younger generation right now have. And I'll be honest, I don't even care about the whole, um, you know, boomers versus millennials versus Generation Z and Generation Y. I don't even know what half of that means because I don't even like to pay attention to it because I think it's just such BS. It's ridiculous. But the younger people right now who are, you know, my age uh, or a little bit younger, and some people are even a little bit older, to be honest, have that whole instant gratification right now mentality. And it's because of the internet. Now, here's the thing. The internet is a phenomenal place. It's awesome. You can find so much information at the stroke of a couple keys. You can learn new skills literally overnight. You can become moderately proficient at something. I mean, hell, I learned how to record this podcast. I learned how to get the equipment that I needed and how to click the record buttons the right way on the, the software on the computer and what software to download. I learned that from YouTube videos on the internet. I prob- it probably took me less than an hour to figure all this out like a year ago. You can learn so much stuff just by being on the internet. But but the problem that the internet gets you now is people expect immediate responses. Cell phones too, not even just the internet. You know, back when you know, I was younger, I didn't have a cell phone when I was 13, 14 years old. So nobody ever called me and asked me where I was because if they got a hold of me, it was on my parents' landline, so they knew exactly where I was. I was at home on the phone, right? This whole right now instant gratification mentality where, you know, you, I mean, even with Amazon, and again, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing because it's awesome that we have this convenience and this ability in our culture and our society right now where I can go on and I can click, you know, for, for example, today I realized that I was almost out of the, the Discipline Go energy drink, you know, from uh, Jocko Willink and Origin Labs, and I hopped on Amazon and now I'm going to have some at my apartment tomorrow. You know, like it's going to be delivered tomorrow. And I literally ordered it like an hour ago. You know, like it's it's overnight. And and, and that that even isn't as instant as everything else that we're able to get in this world. You know, that whole right now mentality makes people not want to put in the time. Right. Put in put in the grind over an extended period of time because they feel like things should be coming right now. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm guilty of that sometimes. Sometimes I'm the person who's like, shit, I've been putting in all this work for this long. Like, I should have this figured out by now. I've definitely said that to myself before. But the difference is I catch myself saying it and realize how stupid it is. The whole right now mentality shouldn't exist. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't be aggressive and try to try to make moves quick and make things happen fast. But there's a, a level of work and effort that has to be put in over a long period of time, you're not just going to work for a year or two years and all of a sudden have your life figured out. It, it ain't going to happen that way. Even four or five years and all of a sudden your life is perfect. It's not going to happen that way. I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy the ride. Like that's, that's important to enjoy the ride as you're going through and be happy with your life. But the whole like everything has to happen right now is bullshit. 
And I really believe that that's a big reason that a lot of people don't want to pay, f- f- quote unquote, full price, right? For, for what they want, to, for figuring out new skills and getting to where they want to be. And it takes a mindset shift, an investing mindset instead of an adding mindset. You know, we talk about that and, you know, when, when I promote people to leaders in our, in our company, you know, somebody who steps into a leadership role, they're responsible, you know, in that first step in the leadership, they're responsible for teaching new people how to do the job that they already got good at, you know, and there's, there's benchmarks that they have to hit to be promoted into leadership. And, you know, they have to have the skill set down for, you know, for, for selling the financial products that we provide. But if, you know, if, if they're looking at it like an instant, like, hey, I'm going to overnight be successful because now I'm, I'm a leader, now I'm in management, it, it ain't like that. It's, it's uh, bottom line, you got promoted to a sacrifice position, you know? And I don't mean like physically, like throwing yourself on your sword. I mean, you got promoted to a position where now you're, you have less freedom because you have more people counting on you, you know, and I'm not even talking about like the people above you, you know, I'm talking about the people that you're teaching, you know, because you're responsible for their success. So you have to sacrifice your time, energy. And in some cases, um, you know, you make a little bit less income, you know, to a degree, you know, because you're, you're training people and you're responsible for getting multiple people paid. You know, that's that if you have the right now mentality, that's like an addition mentality, you know, when we're talking, you know, the long-term investment mentality, it's an investment, it's not an addition, you know, it's not, it's multiplication, it's not addition, right, investing isn't just adding some money into a savings account day after day after day after week after week after month after month, right, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but investing is, putting money in places or time in places or energy in places and effort and focus in places where it has the ability to give you a return tenfold. So if you're not willing to pay full price right now, but you're being honest about your goals, you know, wanting to wanting to have this level of success in business or in your relationships or in your health or in your fitness, or whatever it is, or, or in a skill set that you want to have, then you need to shift your mindset from the right now mentality to the, hey, listen, I'll bust my ass for a long time, and eventually this is going to pay off mentality. I don't have a shorter way to say that, sorry. The other thing, though, is if right now you your problem is you're not willing to pay full price, and you can't see yourself getting to a point where you're willing to pay full price, that's okay. You just really have to look at your goals and you got to shift them back down to something more, more realistic, you know, towards, uh, you know, based off of the level of effort and the level of uncomfortableness that you, that you're willing to put in, you know, so those are, those are really the only three things that I can think of that we would put a cap on all this potential that we have the ability to do but that we're, we're just not doing. Because it's not that you're stupid. It's not that you're incapable. It's that we as human beings sabotage ourselves because we're scared, we're embarrassed, we're nervous, or we're lazy. That's really it. So think about all the things uh, you know that we as a human race, as the species of mankind would never have accomplished if we let ourselves uh, make these BS excuses for, for, you know, our whole existence. 
I mean, look at like, I mean, first we have water travel, right? Like a human being cannot swim across the Atlantic or the Pacific Ocean. Hell, a human being, most of us can't even swim across like a large, like inland lake. You know, like one of the Great Lakes, uh, your average human being can't even swim across that. I know I couldn't. And most of us can't. But we have boats that can do it. Pretty easy, actually. We have boats that can go across oceans. Pretty easy. Submarines, like human beings, cannot go down to the bottom of the ocean's floor, in most cases, and survive. The pressure's too much, right? Then we have flight with airplanes. Then we have space travel, right? So all this stuff, the reason I'm bringing that up is us as human beings are not designed to fly hundreds and thousands of miles an hour in the air. We physically don't have the ability to do it. So going back to what we started talking about was if you're not good at something, but you decide that it needs done and you have the physical and mental ability to learn to do it or figure out how to do it, then do it. Somebody figured out how to make an airplane. Right? I think they give the credit to that to the Wright brothers. I don't know if they were the actually the ones who figured it out or if that was like copyright infringement, if they even had it back then. But somebody figured out how to make an airplane and then somebody figured out how to make it better and then somebody figured out how to make it better until now we have airplanes going Mach 2 or 3. Two to three times faster than the speed of sound. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. But us as human beings don't have the physical ability to do it. So what we did was built a vehicle that makes us able to do it. Same thing with the boats, same thing with the submarines, same thing with spaceships, right? Elon Musk doesn't have the ability to go to Mars, so what he's doing is he made an entire company, a bunch of companies actually, that work together to make these spaceships that's going to take people to Mars one day and, ha- and, and hopefully build a habitat up there, which is fascinating. It's interesting. I hope it happens. That'd be cool. I mean, even surgery, you know, like I don't have the ability as a human to go in and cut out a tumor or fix somebody's heart. You know, and a lot of the stuff that they do is so micro in nature that us with our hands wouldn't be able to do it. But the the robots and the surgical equipment that they make can do it. So you can't limit yourself based off of what you think that you can do. On a micro scale, think about all the stuff that we never would accomplish as individuals. You know, I can't really give you an example from your life, but I can give you some from mine, and I'm sure some of it probably crosses over. You know, I talked about how I was really heavy. You know, I used to be like 380, 390 pounds, and, you know, right now I'm, I don't know, sitting around a buck 90 or something like that, so I lost an entire me pretty much. If I would have just blamed my genetics and said, hey, I'm just not good at being thin, I never would have gotten there. Hey, I'm just not good at being muscular. I never would have gotten there. Hey, I'm just not good at being in in good physical shape and healthy. I never would have gotten there. Hey, I'm just not good at eating healthy food. Never would have gotten there. I mean, even my emotional responses to things. I used to be a lot more high strung. I can still get up there sometimes, but I used to be a lot more high strung and I would react quick. You know, I'm not going to say that I had a bad temper, but I would have uh, intense reactions to situations, whether it was anger or excitement or whatever. I'm a lot more even keel now, but it was through practice because my nature was to be a high strung human. You know, when I started this, you know, the financial service company, 
you know, when I started here with this company, I never, I was not good at, at selling things. I didn't know the first thing about insurance products or financial products. I didn't know the first thing about sales. I didn't know how to quote unquote close, right? <laughs> like I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. And I wasn't good at it to start out with. I was terrible at making uh, business to consumer phone calls. I was horrible with it. I sounded like a scared little baby the first time I made a phone call. You know, the first time I ever public, like, did any public speaking was in college at uh, entry-level criminal justice class. And I had to talk for five minutes. And, you know, my friends, when I sat back down uh, in my chair, they asked me if I was all right because I sounded like I was going to cry. You know, and now it's no big deal. And, you know, I'm not saying any of this stuff to, like, lift myself up because I know there's a lot of people better at a lot of this stuff, at all this stuff, really, than me. Because there's people in better shape than me, people uh, with better emotional reactions, people who are better at sales. You know, I mean, leadership is one. I never used to be good at developing other people to lead. Hell, I never even used to be good at leading other people. But it's a skill set that you acquire when you decide you want it bad enough. All, all of the things I just mentioned are. There's a million other things out there. You know, I've taught a lot of people how to shoot guns, and some people are better at it than others. Like they're, like some people just have an ability to line up and shoot and hit the stuff they're aiming at. And then some people, it's like a miracle when they finally hit that target. You know, and that's just a few things to name. Bottom line, though, it goes right back to you're not incompetent. You're not stupid. You don't not have the skill set. Right, You just might not have it yet. But it doesn't matter what you have or don't have or can or can't do right now. What matters is what you're willing to work for and go get. Because if you let yourself fall into, I'm just not good at that or that's just how I am frame of mind, you ain't going to go anywhere anytime fast. You're going to have a whole laundry list of excuses as to why you're not where you want to be. And you're never going to move forward. I think Socrates said, uh, a life without reflection isn't a life worth living. I probably butchered that. But you got you to gotta look at your life. You got to be introspective and look at everything from like an outside perspective. What you do, what you say, what you don't do, the excuses you make. We all got to look at that stuff. And that's the only way that we grow. You know, they say in, in Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, whatever anonymous you want to talk about, you know, the f step one is admitting that there's a problem, right? You got to look at yourself and see where the problems are. Acknowledge to yourself that they're there because we all have them. Every single one of us has problems. I got them. You got them. Your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your aunt and uncle all have problems. But you can't control their problems. I can't even control your problems. All I can control are mine. And all you can control are yours. So you have to look at them and evaluate them and see what, where am I capping my potential right now? Where am I capping off a skill that I could learn or something that I could get better at? And is it because you're afraid of the rejection from your friends and family and people you care about or even some people you don't know? You know, are you intimidated by all the people out there who seem to have their, their, their stuff figured out? Or are you just not willing to pay the full price? And if you really want to get to where you say you want to go, 
in really all three of those situations, you just got to shift your mindset to the whatever it takes. I'm just going to put my head down and make it happen. All right, I hope you got a lot out of this today. Uh, if you could do me a favor and uh, like the the podcast and, and rate it and give us a good review, that means the world to me. And then if you want to connect on social media uh, or hit me up there, my Instagram is at Travis R. Vaughn. That is all I have for you today. I hope that you got a lot out of this, and I hope that you will actually go out and take what I'm talking about here, apply it in a meaningful and consistent way that's lined up to your goals. Because I can't make you any promises on what your life's going to look like. But what I can promise you is if you do this stuff, you're going to win. I'll talk to you guys next time. Dominate with discipline. Badger Actual out.